If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Does she love you better than I can? Big black sky over my tongue. I'm aware of course, in typical daily ticket fashion, we're late getting the Drew Smith. But this is why I told him we were doing it early. Usually he comes on at 5.30 or 4.30. I'd said it's at 5.20, so if we were late, we still had him on at a reasonable time. Got to give him his full due. Got to give him his flowers. Otherwise, we're getting wrecked. <laughs> Other, yeah, otherwise, he'll let me know immediately. <laughs> You're tuned into the Daily Ticket. Fox Sports Gambler presented by Cure Auto Insurance. Joining me right now on the phone lines is Drew Smith of the Liberty Line and Rush Order Tees. And just an important man in Philadelphia. Drew Smith, how are how are you doing now on a Wednesday? We're a couple days away. How are you feeling? Are you nervous? I'm are good. you ready to go? How, <laughs> what are the thoughts? Honestly, uh, Jansen, Conway, it's been great to just have a few days off. Uh, the Liberty Line was out in Arizona. We get home. I'm at Citizens Bank Park. I'm at an Eagles game. Then we go roll right in NLCS. I was at two games last weekend. Luckily, the Eagles had a bye, and I'm just kind of enjoying these games. Uh, sorry, days off over the next few days until uh, – we gear back up again. I mean, we got, what, Phillies, Phillies, Eagles, Phillies, 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 day off for the Eagles, and I believe the Union that day. And Union on Sunday, yeah, with Phillies. the Eagles. Yep. If necessary. Oh, Sunday. There you go. So uh, we're about to, you know, enter that storm yet again, but um, I'm ready to go. I It kind of sucks being off this many days, especially with how good the Phillies were playing, but Overall, I think everyone just kind of needed this time to uh, chill out a little bit because it's it was, it's been a busy, busy month of October to say the least. Oh yeah, it's been it's not it's been busy. It's been emotionally trying. It's been you know damaging to a lot of livers across the Delaware Valley, <laughs> yours and mine, yeah. and I'm sure Jansen's as well. It's oh, been yeah. it's been a special time, and you know we're only a couple days away from Game One of the World Series. Nola on the bump. How are you feeling about that matchup in particular, especially with Nola getting the nod? I mean, look, I, I, I like giving Wheeler the extra day rest. I know, uh, you know, Luke probably talked about it when he was on with you yesterday, Jansen. But when Nola pitches on extra day rest, I mean, his numbers are significantly better. Of course, you run into that thing, well, hey, you know, now Wheeler's probably going to go two and six instead of one and five, which could be concerning. But to be honest with you, I think the Houston Astros are very similar to the San Diego Padres and very similar to the St. Louis Cardinals. And I know, obviously, they've won a lot of games this year, but once you get through the heart of their lineup, just like with the Cardinals and Goldschmidt and Arenado and then the Padres with Soto and Machado, I mean, the, there's not much else that's very intimidating in their lineup. And I think we saw that with Nola and how well he pitched to send us to the playoffs at the end of September.
So I, I like the matchup. I, I think it's good, and um, you know, I'm very confident that we'll at least win with Wheeler on the mound or Nola in Houston. And uh, this series kind of go how the other ones went. I mean, I honestly still think the best team that we played was the Atlanta Braves. And what? We we took three out of four from them? So, look, I, I actually am feeling kind of calm, kind of uh, confident about it. I, I just don't like having, what, four days off in between. I, I wish this thing could have been bumped up and we could have kept moving. But I'm not really too concerned about the Astros. They struggle with Seattle. And the New York Yankees stink. So uh, they haven't played anyone. So I, I do need to address the sort of elephant in the room with uh, Drew Smith because there you was need a to vi- repent. Yeah. That's what you need to do. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm doing my best. <laughs> so over the weekend, I see a video go up, and Drew Smith is on the video. It is from his Twitter account, and it's basically cussing out those that have not been on Reese Hoskins' bandwagon, and I will admit I probably am on the wrong end of history for that. So, Drew, I don't know if I'm repenting here, but I think I have to go all in because the the props and the numbers are all kind of undervaluing Hoskins a bit. If the Phillies are going to win this series, Reese Hoskins has to be a big part of it. I think he's maybe a good bet for MVP for most home runs. Uh, I think I saw you tweet this. Reese Hoskins for MVP. I imagine you're on that at plus 1,800. I I, I am, Jansen, and look, I I appreciate you kind of acknowledging what Reese Hoskins has done. I don't want you to bet or root for Reese Hoskins. We made it through this entire season, and there's no reason for you to jump on board a Reese Hoskins train right now. Everything okay, so should, I, doing, should I wait for that? Should I continue to post negative tweets of Hoskins? I think you have to, yeah. Okay. You, right. you definitely. I mean, do. look, we got one final series left, uh, and then we're world champions, and now you're going to switch up and jump on the Reese Hoskins train? I, I don't think for the city of Philadelphia, for the Phillies fan base, that's that's a smart move. We have to stick to what works. Now, Drew, I do have a question here. Uh, this is I'm also going to you know, run this by Jansen as well. If Reese Hoskins does win uh, World Series MVP, if the Phillies do end up winning the World Series, I do propose that he should have to name his firstborn son Reese Jansen. Where do you stand on that? Of course, this is after the silverware, after the parade, uh, as a final act of penance. Do you think that that is uh, fair? Or do you think it's too much? How do you feel about that? I think it's totally fair. I, I honestly think that, you know, I mean, that that seems like a great bargain. I mean, you look at Reese Hoskins. He had four home runs. Sure, the first one in uh, the NLCS was, you know, kind of later in the game when it was a little bit out of reach. But the other two, I mean, he goes out there when we're down 4 nothing, sets the tone, two-run home run, then he ties it up in the bottom of the fifth inning, and then he comes out on Sunday and puts us right on the board again. I mean, he's a tone setter. Bryce Harper didn't have that legendary at-bat in the bottom of the eighth inning where he hit a two-run home run. And Reese Hawkins was your NLCS MVP. I mean, he is doing what we all thought he would do in a situation where he starts off slow and he has a string of five, six games where he's just nothing's working for him. And then he goes out there and especially at home, um, really comes to life for this team. So uh, I, I think he is really you know, kind of taking that role, being at home, being one of the veterans on this relatively new team and uh, performing out of his mind right now. And that that's exactly what the Phillies need. 
Yeah, and it's I'm been... sorry about that video, James. No, my no, mom I'm... didn't like it either. She <laughs> thought it was very <laughs> No, I thought it was appropriate because because you've been right. I I was wrong. So uh, it's it's completely fine. But I got a couple of things to right. run by you because I as much as it's been fun talking about the Phillies a lot, uh there's also been some weird takes. First of all, uh bandwagon fans. It's it's completely yeah. fine, right? Why why was that a why was that a thing? Why were we trying to to try and deter people away from having fun with this? I, I don't know. And it, it's very odd, too, because if you go back, and I, I'm, I'm sure you remember, because I know you watch the Phillies, you know, just like myself and Conway do, but everyone in September was begging people to go to the ballpark and saying how awful it was, get up Philadelphia, everyone go to the ballpark, do this, do that. Now, like, everyone is bought into the Phillies, going to the ballpark, buying tickets, buying merch, and, you know, falling in love with baseball again, now everyone's angry about it. You can't please anyone. <laughs> that is a good it's point, a, I, that Jimmy Rollins was pleading for people to come in, and we all said, no, no, we're not going to do it because right. you guys aren't doing well. And then all of a sudden they do start going, and we're like, oh, okay, you're not allowed to do that. What do you mean? Yeah, and, and, and I get it in September, too, because you're looking at this team, they're barely hanging on to a wild card spot, and if you're not a huge baseball fan, then, um, you know, it, there, there was reasons not to tune in. But just like you see with any sport in this city, I mean, people will turn around and buy in with the process and the 76ers. And, I mean, the Eagles are a different machine. But if you put a good product out there, someone's going to turn in. We're playing very well. I, I don't get the gatekeeping and stuff like that. I went to the game on Sunday with one of my friends who um, she didn't really know much about the Philadelphia Phillies, but I look at it as like, Hey, this is a once in a lifetime experience. You can ask me whatever questions you want about the team, all that type of stuff. And, um, you know, hopefully now you'll be a baseball fan moving forward because that's kind of how I fell, out, fell in love with the game in the early 2000s. So I don't want to make this like comparing the Eagles and the Phillies because that's stupid. Eagles are 6 and 0 in their NFL, but it seems like every time this happens, a baseball run like this, it just seems to overtake everything. The Eagles are 6-0. and The Eagles are about to play Pittsburgh, Keystone State matchup, and it's a big game, even though Pittsburgh's kind of terrible, so that might take something out of it. But Eagles play this, and it's just all Phillies. I've been talking nothing but Phillies on the show. That's all people want to listen to. What is it about a, a baseball run, a Phillies World Series run, that's so special in this city? Why, why this city latches on the baseball like it does? I mean, they, I, I think it's just, you know, when you have a team that's in the playoffs and you keep winning and, it, and it's a team like this that's just like a major underdog where a lot of people were, I mean, as we know, we're not about the Philadelphia Phillies at all, didn't think they could make any noise. It was all about getting to the playoffs and that will be a success, something to build on for the next couple of years. We have a bunch of young guys. You have Alex Bohm who hated this place and loves it. Bryce Harper was gone for two months. Gene Segura was gone. Everyone, you know, you know all about the Reese Hoskins criticism, Aaron Nola at the end of the season. So, I mean, that's just like exactly what this city is. And what we get behind is a group of pretty much just junkyard dogs that are going out there and doing something that everyone thought was impossible. And the Eagles will have their moment. I mean, it, the Phillies, you know, we have, what, a week left of baseball, and then all attention will shift right over the Eagles and slowly trickle over the 76ers. So, I mean, that's just how it goes. I, I just think people aren't really used to it because we haven't had playoff baseball in 11 years. Yeah, that's that's very fair. I mean, I, I 
barely remember the last time we had playoff baseball. I mean, I remember the pain that came with it. But in terms of what it meant to the city, it's definitely been quite some time. And Drew, like you said, we've had absences from guys all season long. As soon as one guy comes off IL, another guy goes on. Key members of this team all throughout the lineup, never really getting to gel together. How, even after the dominant performances this postseason, I don't think we've seen the best of this Phillies lineup. I don't think we've seen the best they fully the best that all these guys had to offer when they're all on at the same time. Do you think that there's even another gear for these guys potentially as we head into this World Series matchup with the Strohs? I do, and I think we actually got a glimpse of that on Saturday night against the Padres where our one through five um, just dominated that Padres pitching staff when we were already down 4 nothing. I mean, Bryce Harper, Kyle Schwarber, JT Romuto, and Nick Castellanos. And granted, I mean, our pitching was pretty lousy that game. And I kind of give Sir Anthony a break. He could barely even hold a ball. Oh, no, I guess that was Sunday. But whatever game it was, I mean, I drank a lot this weekend, guys. But <laughs> that one game, the top one through five, uh, you know, I mean, that was the batting order. And those were the types of performances that we wanted to see from, you know, one through five in the order. And I think we did see that. And, look, I, I know Noel had a rough outing last time out, but if anything shows what he's been able to do the last couple of weeks, yet yeah, he's been resting. So uh, we'll see what happens. He went almost seven innings perfect in the uh, playoff berth clinching game in Houston. So I, I, I think both games, one and two, are up for grabs. And I like keeping Ranger Suarez at home. Pitching in front of this home crowd, I think he feeds off that. And, um, look, I, I honestly think you can win this in five. I really do. Talking with Drew Smith of the Liberty Line, also rush order tees and in the t-shirt business. One, one of my favorite things about this run is the amount of content that it has given us to work with, not only for, uh, like social media and Twitter, but the T-shirts that you guys have been pumping out have been insane. So this is a bit of a plug, but also, what has been your favorite T-shirt so far? T-shirt design, because I am uh, I am in between Bedlam at the Bank and the Hoskins Bat Spike. Yeah, I mean, you know, I was going to go with uh, Hoskins uh, <laughs> silhouette bat slam with just ring it underneath it. I mean, that that kind of has to be the one I go with. But I also like the House Money one because. Again, I mean, you look at this, uh, it's a picture of the Monopoly man wearing a baseball hat with a Liberty Bell on the money, and he's running, and it's like the old get-out-of-jail-free card, and it says the fighting house money on the front of it. But, again, I mean, you're looking at this team, and it's, you know, the Astros have the pressure on them. They're supposed to be the best team in baseball. They have Justin Verlander on the mound. The Phillies aren't supposed to be here. But... You're running to a Phillies team. I think that's just gelling perfectly. I, I think we've got to see the personalities on this team, how much fun they're having, how they've, you know, been so thankful and embracing this city to come along this journey with them. And I mean, that's just we're we're all in house money right now. And I, I think that's kind of the uh, the mindset going into this season or going in this series. And it, it's been working so far. So why not go out there and win four or five? Drew. You say that the Phillies weren't supposed to be here. By all accounts, you're, you're, you're really not wrong. But what do you say 
to the members of either the national media or Atlanta, New York, San Diego, wherever, uh, you know, whoever we uh, hurt their feelings or whatever, uh, <laughs> that say that the Phillies shouldn't be here because of the playoff and how it's an insult to baseball. Yeah, it's so I know weird. So many hurt feelings. You've written and tweeted about this at length, but just for the listeners, uh, what do you have to say to those people that are trying to say, write the Phillies off or say they didn't deserve to be here right now? I would have to ask them, have they ever watched baseball before? Because every single person who watches baseball, and this isn't me like gatekeeping or whatever, but I don't miss Phillies games. I've watched every single one for every single game for the last 10, 12 years, even before that when we were actually good. And everyone knows once you get in the playoffs, it's a whole new game. It's like detonating the and it doesn't matter if you're the first seed or the last seed. All that matters is whatever team catches fire. And that's true for other sports, too. I mean, look what happened to Philadelphia Eagles once Carson Wentz went down. You had Nick Foles in there. No one thought he was going to go out and throw for 500 yards and three touchdowns in the NFC Championship game and then take down Tom Brady and the Patriots. Um, teams just have to get high on the right time. And I definitely... I don't even know what to say to those types of people because, quite frankly, I think they're all just a little butt hurt. Speaking of butts, um, there have been this tw- this Twitter account by the name of at Big Dumper PM, and because yeah. you are you are a conspiracy theorist at heart, uh, you you tend to look into those. Is this guy from the future? So this is a tweet from November second, twenty nineteen. Guessing the World Series champions for the next 10 years has already gotten the Dodgers right in 2020 and the Braves right in 2021. His prediction for 2022, the Philadelphia Phillies. What do you make of this? Is this a clear, this guy is from the future? Um, how do you, how do we take this tweet? Because it, it's certainly, it's something. Well, I mean, I, I'm a strong believer that the Phillies are going to win this, so he'll be three for three. And then what does he have, the Mariners? The, the Mariners, yeah. years after that? And they, even the Padres. Years, so right? the Padres should feel fine. They got to the playoffs in the uh, the NLCS. They'll yeah. get the World Series in a couple of years, according to uh, according to that Twitter handle. Yeah, I mean, that's looking pretty good. I, I always look at those pictures that you see on Reddit. It's like, why was this guy dressed like this in this picture from the 1920s? And I never know what's real or not on the Internet. Um, I typically go, it's, it's absolutely real, because why would the internet ever lie to me? But, um, look, I mean, I don't know. If he hits three for three, I mean, four for four would be, I don't know, even if he goes three for three and he, what, did it out of 10 years? I mean, the a 300 average, that, that's pretty damn good. Yeah, right I've... now, though, I have a bet going for Union MLS Cup, Philadelphia Phillies World Series, uh, Eagles Super Bowl, Sixers NBA title, twenty bucks to win three hundred thirty thousand dollars. I like all those. Bad. Well, I like the uh, I like the money that you could potentially be getting. That, that's so. Hear me out, though, Jansen. You'll probably know this better than I do. I just played because I thought it was funny. But <laughs> of course, he did. The union. That's the bet. And the honestly, union... that's my advice on how to bet. Just think of a funny bet yeah. and put it in. So if the union win the MLS Cup and the Philadelphia Phillies, who had the I think they were plus 3,000 when I put that bet in in this parlay. Um, and they win the World Series. That's two out of four. What do you think my cash out would be? Right now, I could cash out for, I believe, $215 on a $20 bet. If I hit two of four, what is that cash out? Oh. Union had the best odds. Phillies had the worst odds. Because cash outs are 
different. That is that is a tough one because, yeah, the, the Union are the shorter one, right? Because they've been at the top. Yeah. So you're getting one of the shorter yeah. ones out of the way, but also probably one of the longer ones in the Phillies. Yes, by far the longest yeah. one. Sixers were second longest at plus 1,600. So I hit a plus 3,000. I believe Union was like plus 165. I hit those two out of four, and then what? Maybe wait till the Eagles get into the playoffs. Maybe yeah, first right. Round I mean, you, and then that's what I'm thinking. Right? There. Wait till they have the number one seed. Wait till they, you know, probably win. They're gonna win maybe potentially their first game of the the playoffs. I know we're looking ahead with that, but yeah, I'd probably wait till the Eagles kind of get it done because as we're seeing right now, it seems like nobody else in the like NFC gives grand? a damn. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what the cash out's going to be, but it's going to be pretty good if the Eagles get that close. And they end up, because they're going to end up being the favorites at some point, uh, or close to with the, the Chiefs and the Bills. And I already know they're getting up there and probably there now, but it's going to get even shorter once they're the number one seed. I'm the, I would wait that out because I don't see a path in which the Eagles don't get the number one seed. Because they're. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I'm not sure about the Super Bowl. I, I guess we'll have to just wait to see what the cash out is. But so you're, what if, what if the Eagles. Over- what is it going to take for you to ride it out, though? That's what I'm interested in now. Because we always get those questions of, should this person ride out the bet or cash out? Is there ever going to be a point where you potentially ride out the bet? I don't know. I, I think if I see a cash out for around thirty grand, if the Phillies and Union both win, then I think I just cash out and I could place another bet on the Eagles and Sixers at another time, but just that's that smart. Money Very run. smart. It's almost like you're a businessman. I I do think. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just broke, really. But <laughs> true. I do think something that's that has to be considered here as well is if Doc Rivers is still coaching the 76ers. Because if he is, you got to get out when you can. I think. But if a well, coaching change is made, the 76ers right now, especially with the Eagles signed that dude from the Bears, the Phillies, the Union, uh, even the Flyers are performing okay right now. If they were smart, they'd fire Doc Rivers right now. They would. send this city, um, you know, through the should, roof. Should I they mean, fire no Doc, Doc Rivers? Rivers. I, I don't see why not. Yeah, I, I, I'm... We're, what, what is this? We Year four? Year three, year four? COVID has me all screwed up. I never know what year it is anymore. I'm going to go... Year, yeah, year three. Yeah, because Brett Brown was in the bubble. Okay, uh, I, I'll just say this. Three. It's been too long already. It's Yeah. Yes, because I'm still seeing the same exact mistakes that we see every single year. It's, Over the last couple of years. I, I mean, it's just like lousy perimeter defense, not even good defense whatsoever. I mean, who knows? I, I mean, Honestly, I've watched maybe 10 minutes of the 76ers this year. I just kind of read Twitter, and I know everyone was upset. No, no, yeah, it's it's bad. And now it's officially been uh, longer uh, since Doc Rivers has won a championship than since the Phillies have been to the World Series. Uh, Doc Rivers last won in 2009. Uh, Phillies went to the World Series in 2009. Now the Phillies are back in the World Series. Doc Rivers yes. still chasing a finals appearance, still chasing a conference finals appearance, I believe, which is just, you know, for a guy that has the attitude that he's on Greg Popovich's level, uh, is just <laughs> simply statistically false. So I do think it's time for him to get up and go. I do think it's time, or if not, we need to get him up and get him gone. And uh, from there, I think, you know, it's really not worth worrying about until this World Series is over because I, I am, you know me, Drew, I love... I love some hoops. I love the Sixers, but I'm not watching. I got more important things no, to worry I mean, about. It, 
just like the baseball season doesn't start till June 1st. I don't think the NBA season starts till Christmas. And then I also think it ends about a month before the actual season ends. So you got like three months in there of actual basketball. Yeah. January, February, and March. And then uh, April's kind of a wash at that point, too. So you got three months to make some noise. And that's when Joel Embiid went on that 25 game in a row, 50 plus. I mean, he was scoring like 45 points a game during that stretch. And I think he had 50 points like five or six times um, starting on Christmas. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, man, I'll be locked into the Sixers when the time comes. But uh, we got a couple more championships to win before that. And last question for you. And I have to throw Mm -hmm. in an Eagles question because Howie Roseman did it again. True. He did it again. I don't know anything about this guy, though, Jansen. I really don't. I know he had a lot of sacks last 18 year. 18 and a half sacks year. last year. Only gave up a fourth-round pick. It's a really good trade. But let's. I'll, I'll ask you this. So, Eagles okay. fans are loving this trade, have for a while. Have you ever seen anyone go from weasel to most loved than Howie Roseman? Um, Not yet, but I think we might see that after the World Series with Reese Hoskins. <laughs> Ooh, I kind of uh, like uh, that. Okay. Yeah, That's no, interesting. Yeah, right. okay. yeah you yeah. let me slide back in a Reese comment there. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. I get where you're going Should've for. Known better. <laughs> no, but no, you're honestly right. I mean, I, I, there's such a love-hate relationship with Howie Roseman. I mean, they wanted him gone. There were fire Howie t-shirts everywhere for the record. The Liberty Line never sold them. But, um, yeah, I mean, a couple bad drafts in a row for Howie, and then all of a sudden it's uh, – it's a whole new ball game, but you should really be thanking Jalen Hurts because, still, I mean, think about if Jalen Hurts didn't turn into the quarterback that he is this year. Then it's like, hey, we took a second round pick on this. We still need a quarterback, which aren't easy to come by. So, um, Howie deserves a lot of credit, and uh, of course, Jalen Hurts does as well. You deserve a lot of credit as well, Drew Smith. You know, really policing all of social media for Philadelphia sports and. <laughs> All that you do for the t-shirt business as well in Philadelphia. Drew, what will we do without you? Always appreciate you coming on here, the Daily Ticket. Hey, I love you, Jansen. I, I might yell at you in some videos, but Fire at the end me. of the day, you know you're my guy. <laughs> Thanks, Drew. That is Drew Smith. Follow him at Drew Smith and the Liberty Line.com. And Drew was all business there. I oh, was yeah. actually that was a different side of Drew Smith. He's locked mm-hmm. in. Oh yeah. This is this is a This big is time. like Bryce Harper type of locked in, you mm-hmm. know? This is that that right there was the equivalent of of Bryce Harper taking that low change up <laughs> in the bottom of the eighth there. That that's what that hit was. I mean, he can definitely turn on the crazy, but when it's time to get down to business, when it's time to get you know get down to brass tacks, when the site's booming like it is because of this World Series run, it's a different side of Drew Smith. Absolutely. Go check out all of those articles over at thelibertyline.com, which yes, is sir. where you can find Ryan Conway's work and at Ryan Conway seventy six. Appreciate you coming on the show. Absolutely. Great to be here. Glad we got to get it in. Yeah, Sean asked, do you want Ryan Conway on? No. No, I don't. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Oh, he's terrible. Ugh, oh, the worst. Ryan Conway on the show. I also loved having Steve Buchanan on the show of DraftKings. Uh, you can follow him at sbuchanan24. Also, Greg Peterson, VEASAN, at GUnit underscore 81, and Drew Smith. Sean Brace will be back tomorrow, so you'll hear from him. I'll be on the show as well. Back on the daily ticket, 3-6. to six. Getting closer. Getting closer so to close. the World Series. And then, also got to plug Main Street Maniac. We'll be out there again. 
before the World Series, three to six. We call it Football Fridays. It's now been Fighting Fridays. Fighting you know? Fridays. Fighting Fridays. Talk about and the Fightings. Uh, we'll also have a World Series special presented by Bet Parks, which I will be hosting and leading you oh. up all the way into the World Series games and going Let's over go. a lot of the bets for Game 1 of the World Series. That is it for the Daily Ticket, though. Coming up next, we actually have Swing It and Ding It with Moose and Harry Mays. That's coming up next and a replay of the Daily Ticket. So stay tuned right here on The Gambler, presented by Cure Auto Insurance. Start to complain, there's no-